Hello. And uh, the No Breaking Podcast. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good, good night. night, even. Oh, yeah. Did you start singing the sound of music? Alfieder's yes. saying goodbye? That's right. Yeah, well, we're stoked. We did another field trip. We're, we're taking this thing on the road. We've taken it on the road, Kyle. Yeah, this is like the third third time? Yeah. We're very mobile. It's true. We're, we're agile. We're mobile, James. You're hostile to most of our guests. That's true. And uh, we're not stuck in a basement anymore, which is nice. No, we're in a beautiful mid-century home. It's in a compound, one might say. A compound, that's right. There's a pool. There's a dog. Yep. There's a teepee. I'm not going to go into that because, you know, <laughs> some of our listeners might find that problematic, but you exactly. know, that's fine. Yeah. We're stoked, though, because we're, we're, uh, we're in Larry Chin's house. The Chin Compound. The Chin Compound. The Chin Den. Welcome to the Chen Compound. That's and we're not, nice. we don't just have Larry Chen with us. We no. also have another special guest. Making, making his podcast debut, Mr. Louis Yeo. Hi. And he's possibly one of the most potentially hydrated people on the planet right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy. Yep. So, so hydrated. Hydration is key. That's right. The, sk- the skin on this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> just just wonderful. But if he has to stop and, and take a whiz in the middle of the podcast, we will keep rolling because yes. that's how we do it. And we, we don't will. edit. And so. we will bring a microphone to the restaurant. He has to, he has to right. take the microphone with him, which means he has to take all the gear with him. And we have to go with him right. to right. the bathroom to keep this going. That's actually that's why we don't do labs on this, like anything wireless. A, it's expensive and we're like not we're not balling. We haven't made that and, podcast uh, millions yet. But yeah, that you don't want to like accidentally get somebody taking a whiz on their lav mic. That's the worst thing. Or saying something super racist, which might happen, you know, depending on the guest. Not not here, of course. The whiz factor would only be good if it was Leslie Nielsen and last with him no longer being with us. It's kind of difficult. God rest. Yeah. So that is basically the podcast version of the GoPro on the helmet when the racing driver goes to take a whiz. That's exactly yes. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, In his exactly seat right. when he's driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you only know because uh, it fogs up or what? Fogs yeah. up and it squishes when you sit down. Oh, yeah, okay. when the next right. person comes in, they really find out quick. Mm-hmm. Why is it wet and damp? Yeah. Anyway, well, now that we've got that out of the way, yeah. thank, thank you for inviting us uh, to your house, Larry. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for making the trip all the way. Thanks for being like stationary for like twenty minutes. Oh, yeah. To yeah, be that's, that's not that hard. That's tough. Well, yeah, it's true because you figured out, you've gone from being like able to transport instantly to just literally being everywhere at once. Mm. Yeah, omnipresent. But I guess your man to the left of you might help you with that. Yeah, so I can be two places at once now, thanks to Lewis. That's excellent. Or three places at once, possibly, once your very sleepy intern gets uh, gets rolling, mm-hmm. gets up to speed. Yeah, he's comforts cozers. He's he's taking a snooze. Yeah, we did invite him on, but he uh, he was too busy napping. Yeah, that's actually a lie. We only have four microphones, and yeah, we're, which so, is why we're he selective. Was, yeah, he didn't but, make uh, the cut yet. Damn right. Anyway, so you're as we you know, as everybody knows a super busy dude. You're a photographer. You're a, a hoonigan. You're just always on. You're everywhere. And uh, how'd that thing happen? How how did you how did you get in this life? That's I don't know. It's one of those things that I just kind of fell into. I never thought I would be doing this. And it just seems right, though, for some reason. I just love cars, and I love car culture. And well, Somebody's got to. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle and I don't. Over it. Just <laughs> It's the worst. I hate it so much. Jaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I guess the... the, the let me, I'm going to start off with a hard question. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll save the serious stuff for later. Uh, but do we ever do serious stuff? Oh, I said Syria. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I didn't enunciate. Sorry. Yeah, the tip of the tongue, the mm-hmm. top of the teeth. Um, no, but really, like, why do you take so many photos, man? 
you're just you're just, why so many photos yeah yep. it's uh, uh it makes me look cooler it's true you know when the I'm, sound it's the sound right it everybody sound. Click, click, somebody click, walks click. by and they hear the burst i mean it's kind of like if you do have a machine gun all you want to do is fire it all the time into the air mm-hmm. you know that's so okay. like that's like a wedding yeah exactly that's right or a celebration mm-hmm. now we Any know how you get down here on saturday nights bringing in the new year yep. right whatever uh with uh the cameras you know same thing just clicking all the time yeah all right. not actually taking any pictures no Why it would doesn't you? it doesn't help that he has 10 cameras too so i yeah. think that's your good the title of your autobiography clicking all the time that's, that's a like good that. one i like that larry chan a guide to photography <laughs> clicking all the time that's that's a, that's a good one yeah next time yeah. next time you do like a, a photo class that'll be clicking all the time <laughs> I paid how much for this? People will say clicking all the time. That's right. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a that's the thing I kind of want to talk about. You recently did a uh, a photo sort of uh, tutorial class um, instruction session yeah. at, out at Thermal Club. Yes. And what was it like? Kind of you know showing people how the sausage is made, letting, letting behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't. That's the thing. Is just like when they see how sausages are made. They noticed that it wasn't as glamorous, super as gross. It sounds, yeah. I mean, it's they they just don't want to eat sausages or take pictures for the rest of their lives, basically. After oh, they saw so it. what you're yeah. what you're effectively doing is eliminating the competition. That's what it is, exactly. It's Smart. more of attrition there, and you're starting it early. So Ooh. it's one of those things. Like I thought of this myself when I um, figured out that I want to do this thing at the Thermal Club. I I just wanted to give a little bit of a preview to these guys or some aspiring photographers, some just enthusiasts, what it's like to go through a weekend, uh, doing this as your job, you know, shooting cars, shooting Mm -hmm. racing. So it was such an action packed weekend. I mean, to the point where they're shooting nonstop and also doing sunrise and sunset shoots, um, which, you know, some people just can't hang. I, I will say though, Larry, you did give it to them rather easy, the Thermal Club, because they have some significantly uh, advanced facilities there. Well, yeah, but th- that's one of those things um, where, like, I-, I took the the hardest part out of the equation in terms of shooting cars and car culture, which is I sourced all the cars, I sourced the location, yeah, and I gave all of these guys assignments on what to shoot and. Basically, I just put the cool action in front of them, yeah. you know. And, and you gave them a key to a bathroom that has a shower in it, which is also real nice. Really nice, yeah. yeah. And then, like, a five-star restaurant and yeah. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lewis was helping me instruct. Um, so the first day, we did mostly uh, car features and still photography uh, with uh, cars that weren't moving or moving slowly. If we were doing, like, rolling shots or whatever. We weren't actually shooting racing. The sure. second day, we were actually shooting a real race that they have actually at the Thermo Club for the club members. And then I took a group of guys, and Lewis actually took a group of guys, and we kind of instructed them on how to actually shoot a real race. Okay. And that, yeah, that, I would imagine that's challenging. Yeah, it was challenging. And I mean, they had to battle weather. The, the wind was really bad, and the dust was terrible. They canceled um, one of the sessions as well, so we only had half a race to shoot. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. But it was fun to be able to uh, just kind of throw these students into the deep end sure. in, in, in the car photography world. 
professional sadist, Larry Chen. Yeah. Uh, and what did you think of the results? How the students all go? Yeah, I was curious. How'd they do? Are you now concerned that you've and, built and someone and I, I know a Lewis will agree with me on this, but a lot of the these students, I don't even know why they signed up in the first place because Weak. they're all talented. Sucks. They're super talented. Their stuff sucks. Yeah, kind of blew us away after yeah. we saw the prints. That's awesome. Yeah, and Canon was nice enough to ship out a printer, like a like a wide format or large format printer. Like it, it came on a pallet. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. It was if it comes legit. on a pallet, it's got to be legit. Yeah, yeah. And they shipped it directly to the Thermal Club, and then now it lives there forever. It's uh, now the Thermal Club's Canon large format printer, oh, which is really super awesome. nice to donate to them so now the members or anyone because, can go print because stuff. the thermal club needs donations they do, <laughs> they do need as the yeah. i mean they need a sarah mclaughlin track to go along with it the, tel- and then... the telethon is coming out later uh, yeah that's yeah that's funny but that, that's actually really cool because does, does that mean then that larry you can come and do a photo studio at my house and canon will ship me a giant printer that to, on a pallet to my place and we'll just live there as a donation yeah so we'll get 20 students and then works we'll, for me works we'll shoot totally for you me. they have to take their shoes off they do white obviously. carpets yes but but the thing is we have to shoot you from the moment you wake up to the moment you shower the moment you you know, do your number one. Click and away. Number twos, Click you know. away. Yeah. I'll be mic'd up and everything. Doesn't bother me. Let's Gotta go. make sure they all have macro lenses. Any course, well, they need it. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. Ooh. Oh boy. So I'm, I'm curious. So we like both of us. We've never interviewed you together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of us have interviewed interviewed you separately. You know, James got to do it in your cool dots, and not that I'm jealous or anything. I got to do it in a basement, like a jerk. Yes. But um. But you also didn't get to wear the racing harness really high, <laughs> yeah. like I did, which is the that's, best way to do it. Well, that's the best way to do it, especially when, when you know, maybe the wheels aren't properly and fully attached, as we just found out before we started rolling. Look, I live on the edge. What can I say? So, yeah, the story with that is I blew Danger's my... Danger's my middle name. I, I blew my... I thought it was um, Clarence. Well, that too. What What did I blow? I don't even know. I had a condition that was blowing. Yeah. Point, point on too, brother. Well, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I blew my diff, and then I had to get it rebuilt, and then I put it all back together the night before, and I forgot to torque the wheels. Like, I put them on maybe at 20 foot-pounds, 15 foot-pounds. Totally that. fine with me. Yeah. And then we drove up and down PCH for, like, 20 miles. Yeah. 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 So, did you just kind of, like, use use your wrench and just go, uh, click? With just just make the click noise yourself because it felt tight enough. Mm, Done. Maybe yeah. it wasn't even fifteen foot pounds because I used my fingers. Just finger tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. Well, you know, there we go. That's a statement. Who are the ARP wheel studs? Who, who are your wheel studs and, and, and wheels? You Shout that. out to that company. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You I don't even know. Oh, Come on. oh, I I know what I got. I got a, a Nissan OEM ones. Shout out to like, Nissan. Shout out like to those friends at Nissan. Dude. The Maxima or something that that are longer. Carlos Gosen original gangster yeah of wheel studs yeah <laughs> um anyway but yeah so I'm, I'm curious so this is this is the first time we've inter- interviewed you together which is cool but it's also the first time we've talked to you with lewis who you know is hydrated so hydrated i mean he just just moisture is just coming out of him it's it's impressive he's just sweating he and just for, for because this is an audio podcast and and so we don't do our listeners a disservice i just want to make it clear that that lewis has three beverages in front of him right yeah. now he's finished one He's yeah, crushed a, 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 like some kind of a boba coffee beverage. Sea salt coffee. Sea salt coffee. Mm-hmm. That, actually, shit, that sounds really good. Yeah. Iced sea salt coffee. Ooh, okay. We'll get that after. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And some kind of a tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. Unsweetened. And then Vita, Vita Coco. 
as well. Exactly. Coconut water. Oh my God. <sighs> Living the dream. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that was an option. Right. Yeah. <sighs> In any case, how, how did you, how did you two gents uh, start working okay. together? Because, you know, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see like uh, somebody that Larry has some help because he's the, the busiest man on earth. Um, honestly, it started when I was in school. Um, I was just kind of tired of it. I emailed Larry a few times and, uh, he kind of, I guess, gave me an opportunity to hang out with him at Willow Springs All right. for this, um, it's an event called All-Star Bash. Which year was that? Uh, I think it was 2012. 12. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, he kind of just told me to drive out, have fun, take some photos. And that's exactly what I did. And we kind of stayed in contact for about a year, two years, and then helped him out at a few Formula Drift events here and there. And then eventually, like a few years down the, down the line, he said, hey, help me develop some film. And kind nice. of just went from there. So you essentially wore him down over a matter of years. It was a battle of attrition. He broke his will. Exactly. I like it. Well, it, for me, it was one of those things where um, a lot of people are like, hey, uh, how how do you get into this world? How do you get into this job? Um, a lot of times it just comes down to asking. Mm -hmm. It's so simple, you know, but like uh, a lot of people email me on the daily um, about, hey, how do I get into this work, line of work, whatever. And a lot of people even ask me for internships, but it's the way that Lewis worded. Little things. do they know what they're asking for. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they torture. Could. Absolute torture. That's they, right. I mean, they could be having to get up at 4 a.m., Oh, yeah. three days no. in a row. No, oh, no, my no, word. no, If, no. if you, you were a fraternity, you would have been shut down for yeah. hazing already. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But uh, Lewis worded it in a, in a good way. I mean, he basically said that he wasn't learning anything in school, and he actually wanted to really do it for a living, and, and he wanted to kind of just try it out. Um, and the, the whole Willow Springs thing at All-Star Bash was like my first test. Sure. see if i'll throw you a bone if you actually come out um yeah just showing up is important yeah just showing up is half the battle or more than half the battle did you just start him off in the desert with like a couple of cameras and some rigs and then say just find me yeah walk. <laughs> that, and that's why he wants to no be shoes. so hydrated all the time because yeah, yeah. i threw him in the desert never with know. no hydration that's there right. you go see yeah. he's all right you're gonna want to you're gonna want to post up right there on that fire ant mound don't worry about it yeah. make sure you get this shot get the shot you gotta be there for at least it, eight hours it's kind of like a, a fight club right so i put him through that fight club thing like if you're still here i'm yelling at him spitting on him you know, literally kicking him, spitting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just, again, and if he's still there, he's he he, he passed the test. Yeah. Um, but and again, that explains why he's hydrated, and you're very much not, Larry. No, not at all. No, get on this game, Larry. That's right. <laughs> also, got to give a shout out to our friends at uh, Just Drift there, who hold oh, yeah. a wonderful event. Yeah, yeah. All Star Bash is a great event. Great, great event. A very good uh, uh, grassroots drift event. And if anyone in LA wanted to learn about drifting, the top drift events they do there, where they do the skid pads out there, is also a great way to learn. Yeah. Or the school, even I think, as well, you can mm -hmm. do it there, right? Well, uh, Top Drift and Just Drift in general, it, th that's one of the first series I've ever followed, period. Mm -hmm. um, when I first got into uh, shooting, drifting, and shooting cars, they just gave me that vessel, or the, the they allowed me to shoot there and have full access. And it allowed me to meet a lot of the OG drivers that are still driving today. Like, for example, uh, the first ever. Top drift event I shot, um, I was like Justin Pollock was there, hmm. you know, and he and we're like, do you have any sponsors? He's like, no, I'm looking. And now he's big time Roush 
mm-hmm. factory driver you know it's, yeah. it's such a crazy thing like that um to see this progression with a lot of these drivers yeah you know, a lot of these drivers actually came into drifting and then left like for example matt powers was there um and um i don't know there's just so many drivers that i watched you know become professionals and then maybe move on to something else like stunt driving or whatever yeah yeah that's interesting what um long 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 time ago i interviewed tony angelo mm-hmm. and uh i had no idea like the stunt driving thing was like really common among drifters but it makes perfect sense yeah like as a way to supplement your income without a doubt yeah yeah Plus, you can wear that cool, like, uh, silver quilted scorpion jacket that, that Ryan got. I think you get that when you become a stunt driver. Oh, right. Yeah. I think you get it when you join the guild. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't have to be terrified as just doing normal, regular coaching driving like some of the other drivers do. Oh, God. Yeah, no. That would be awful. You couldn't pay me enough money to, like, no. to do that. Also, because I'm not a very good driver. Just full stop. Yeah, it's true. I'm amazed I haven't died yet. But, um, but yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, and again, like, yeah, that's... Getting started in the business, I would imagine, is something you you hear a lot. But like, I mean, how do you how do you last? I guess in the business is another thing too, because I would imagine that it's really easy to get super burnt out super fast if you're yeah. going every weekend, like you know, sun up to sundown, shooting photos, processing photos, and then trying to also like do it all over again, hold a real job until you can like make money doing it. Yeah, you know, like like how do you how do you you know keep it, it going? It was really tough for me, but like lucky for someone like lewis um he could jump into it right away um because these kids they're not paying their dues (laughs) everything millennials everything handed to them on a platter and and also i'm sure you agree with me it comes down to a love for cars uh whereas like for example this weekend you shot oregon trail rally and stage rally for the first time right second time i think second time that's awesome Uh, and um that's a, a cool event too yeah, yeah, super cool event. Super scenic. Yeah. Okay. But what you guys don't know, or maybe you guys do know, is Su- or, uh, Subaru. Subaru is a vape boy. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> that uh, Lewis is a Subaru vape boy. Yeah. Because he has a, a GC8. He was flying under the radar because there's no flat brim hat right now. And that's right. that's how I would clock him normally. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, ta- Subaru. He was working for Subaru this weekend. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. As soon as I told the Subaru photographer I was going to be there, he said, well, in that case, um, just hit me up. He said, hey, you want to shoot for me again? Uh, we helped him out a little bit at GRC races. Sure. And, um, you know, Which kind of built a relationship around pour that. Pour one out for GRC. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Oh, pour one of those drinks out. Uh, yeah. One of the many ones that you well, have. Well, pour like a little bit because we don't want to throw your game off. Exactly. We're not, yeah. we're not trying was, to gum up your game. thinking yet. about it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's super, that's super cool. Like, and... Like, what are some of the challenges of shooting stage rally? I'd imagine that not getting just wrecked by a car coming over a crest is one of them. That's a, yeah, it's pretty intense. I mean, the cars are flying by you sometimes at over, you know, 120 miles an hour. Um, but I think the hardest part is one, finding your locations because, mm-hmm. sure. you, you know, you're limited to where you can go. And two, um, you're limited in the amount of shots you can take. Sure. You see them once, maybe twice. If you're lucky, maybe three times in a single day. Sure. So you really have to pick your battles. And if you miss it, you miss it. If you get it, then, you know, score. Awesome. What a lot of people don't realize is these cars are street legal. And there's a potential for them to be on this road and you're, like, stuck in traffic with them while you're going to the next stage, which is super cool. Um, actually, did you get any of those kind of shots this weekend? Yeah, we actually – I think there was, like, a little windmill, like a wind – 
windmill section where we were just kind of waiting for them. It wasn't actually a stage, um, a stage area, but um, it looked really scenic. We figured we'd just wait for the cars to slowly drive by at the legal speed limit. Yep. Uh, and that was kind of cool. So we just shot Ken Block, you know, the two Subaru race leaders fly by or, you know, drive by at a legal limit and um, figured that was or a better Or probably shot. maybe a little bit under the legal limit. Yeah, under the legal limit, because I know if you get caught driving over the speed limit, you, uh, you're you penalized. Mm-hmm. Harsh. Yeah, they're pretty harsh on that, so. Monsters. Yeah, Sage Valley, it's so crazy, like, to the point where even during um, what they call transiting, going from stage to stage, mm-hmm. like, the co-driver will take over and the, let the driver even sleep if he's that tired. Yeah, which yeah. Which is just so crazy. Like, the, it, it, there's just so much to rally that you don't see um not to mention the fact that they're flying whatever eighty to hundred miles per yeah. hour through these crazy wood wooded areas. It's honestly nothing like any other motorsport. It's, yeah, it's pretty insane. I always like it when they lose a tire or lose a wheel, and then they have the co-driver sit at the back and hang over to get the weight, and then like going like seventy miles an hour. And you're like, yeah, that's dedication right there. Just become the wheel. Exactly. I've actually seen that. Just happen. run. Yeah. Just run and hold the axle. You're good. You're good. That's all <laughs> yeah. you need to do. That's <laughs> ultimate dedication to sparkle motion, yeah. and I appreciate it for sure. So, I mean, is, would you say that, what, what what are your favorite styles of event to shoot? I mean, would you say it's drift for you, Larry, or? Mm, well, I wouldn't say it's drift. Um, oh, you I, heard it here I do first, like folks. drift, but uh, for me, I think it's uh, that element of streetcars. Okay. Or, okay. And like closing down streets and public roads. I feel like that is seriously the best part um, of car culture, you know, like. For example, we just had Formula Drift Long Beach, which is one of my favorite tracks to shoot at because it's on the streets, you know, it's mm-hmm. like just not meant to be a racetrack. Yeah. And sure. a lot of these places where we're shooting where it wasn't meant to be a racetrack, for example, like Pikes Peak. Um, I don't know if you like Pikes Peak. Maybe you hate it because it's such a hard event to shoot. It's just insanely hard, but I still love it. I mean, it's hard to get sea salt coffee at the summit. Yeah, that's true. And but the bathroom get... breaks are awful as well. That's right. The, you know, warm the, showers. Air, the air no is... thermal club showers there. Right. The air is very thin, so it's hard for them to really pull it a nice shot to, mm-hmm. to get, you know. Yeah. In any case. The glazed donuts make up for it. Oh, they respect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's one of those things that we like to do is we like to drive to the summit, 14,150 feet, I think. Something feet, know. yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, we we get donuts up there, and then we watch them shrink when we come down. Nice. Yeah. That's science. I like mm-hmm. it. I like Very it scientific. That's right. So you're a Subaru guy, Lewis? Uh, yeah. Well, it's nice having you on the podcast. That's it. Uh, we'll just, uh, just pack my bags up. Uh, just yeah. out right now. No, we'll take us fourteen drinks and go home. Thank you, Lewis. Thanks. We're gonna go. What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you drive? What's your? Um, well, I daily drive a twenty thirteen Impreza. Just you know, another get the you know get the gas mileage and everything. Then I have a GC eight as my little fun weekend project car. All right. Which, by the way, he time attacked for the first time. Oh, that was fun, girl. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good to Button Willow. Um, was the uh, first round for the. Uh, Global Time Attack Championship. Yeah. Um, that was a fun one. It was back in March, so like last month. Okay. Um, it was pretty mellow, not going to lie. Um, 
drove a few event, uh, drove a few you're just whipping around button willow one arm out the out with the, the other thing. hand shooting i actually I, I was i was driving with my media vest on sure because i i, I figured you know in case you have to stop mid-event yeah pull some lap times and you can slow everyone down and say sorry i gotta take the shot on in the middle yeah. of the camera there that's right that's strategy and i like it i actually did have my cameras inside my car while i was driving <laughs> that's ballast for sure because those things exactly. aren't light that's a, you gotta keep the weight in yeah. Speaking of cameras, you, uh, I think you talked about this with Matt Farah pretty recently, but you've been doing a lot more film stuff, Larry. Like you shot the, his, his Mustang, um, on film with his ridiculous, uh, Deus sweater thing. But like, is that something you're doing more of lately? I like, I noticed like a, in general, um, more of like a filmic kind of look is, is getting real popular. Yeah. Well, I shoot with digital cameras so often for work that when I come home and when I'm at family events and when I'm um, shooting my kids, I don't like shooting with digital because it's just like so work related, I guess. Sure. Sure. It feels so like I, work. Yeah. It feels like work. So yeah. it's uh, like more, more like reflexive cause you can just pop off 15,000 shots of something. Exactly. And, yeah. And uh, it's just 15,000 shots of my um, son sitting on the toilet or something like that. It's yeah. important. You're going to need those later yeah. for evidence. <laughs> yeah, for the 21st exactly. birthday. There you yeah. go. We're going to be 14 days worth of photos as we go through them. Uh, but like, I, I like shooting film because it really slows me down. And it's one of those things where it, I can apply what I've learned and the experience that I've had in the field with digital cameras. Uh, and just to see if it's just such a cool feeling to develop the stuff or print it out or whatever and look at it all at once and it's like mm -hmm. wow i can't believe this one came out or okay this is what i have to do differently yeah. it just slows me down and it allows me to take one picture at a time which is really hard for me to do when i'm actually working that makes sense yeah yeah that doesn't uh, really fly with most like if you're being paid to to shoot yeah it doesn't really fly <laughs> like, so I, I took 25 uh, photos of this event yeah <laughs> well i actually that's one of the things i want to do is i want to challenge myself and i want to just go to events with one roll of film and see if i can get whatever 39 consecutive shots mm -hmm. that are good or, or i'll just show all of them you know even if there's one that i accidentally fire off it'll be cool to kind of show yeah you know what i go through but um i just picked up uh i, I say I, I did a post on Instagram saying, oh, I picked up the latest pro body from Canon. And <laughs> what I didn't say is it was the latest film pro body from Canon, there you go. which came out in 2000. So it's 18. It, it is in lovely ago. condition. I will say that. You got I a think good it's one. It's pretty minty. It's really pretty. Yeah. So it's the EOS 1V mm -hmm. and it looks like. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. It looks like a 1D body. Mm -hmm. So then I got so many messages. I mean, I, I hashtag just kidding and, you know, late April Fool's and everyone's like, oh, you're selling your old bodies. You know, let me let me have your old bodies for free. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny Animals. to me that like uh, uh, a lot of these kids that do follow me, they've never seen a film camera in their life. Yeah, that's interesting. So like you got started kind of early-ish 2000s. Did you start on digital or did you start on film? So I started shooting on film. Okay. And I think you started shooting on film too, right? Yeah, back in high school. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Lewis actually has a lot more experience with film. Like he actually did darkroom developing. Oh, so I could like speak that. to Lewis about helping yeah. me develop all my stuff on the cheap. Nice. It's well, actually relatively easy. Like it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you kind of learn it, 
takes like an hour. I just yeah, the, the smell of fixer always gets me. I do. Yeah, I do. Like when I was in, that's why I went to school for. And like, I, yeah, I miss being in the dark room a lot. Just like the weird smells and like the fact that you can lose like eight hours in there and not even know like, you know, where that time went. That's awesome. Man. To get one foot, like one decent print. It's one of those things that I always, we always joke around like that I eventually get into, you know, but I don't he always talks about it. He always talks about it. I don't have the time for that, but like so right now, the next compound, you, you got to get into C41 room. processing. Cause that's just like dump it in, like keep it, keep it a relatively constant temperature, but it's so idiot proof to do oh, C41. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, I've always heard that. I mean, like, cause I do black and white myself. Um, but I've never tried C41, and I always stayed away from it because I thought it was so temperature-dependent. It's temperature-dependent, but it's pretty forgiving. Mm. Um, it's not, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's not that rough. Maybe that'll be the next thing that we get into. I don't know. No, like E6, E6 and stuff, that that's <laughs> tough. Like, I can't, I, I've never done that. Oh, yeah, I don't think um, you have to take it to a lab for that kind of stuff. Yeah, right? I've got so much slide film sitting in my drawer at home, like, from, like, three years' worth of shooting stuff that... I just gotta, I just gotta pony up and spend whatever. Probably gonna be like six hundred bucks or something. To roll up all this roll. crap. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even remember what's on any of it, and a lot of it's medium format too. So it's like, oh jeez. Oh, yeah. so. Well, if you need to scan things, you can come here to scan things. I might. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so, what, so you're shooting mostly thirty-five millimeter film, or are you doing like medium or large or? Yeah, I I'm mostly shooting thirty-five millimeter just because it's just uh, I feel like it relates to the style that I'm shooting. I guess it's just like a, a very photojournalistic and yeah, for um, sure. quick and dirty. And like, I'm not using, um, tripod most of the time, you know, like, so when, when I'm shooting for work, sometimes I'll bring a 35 millimeter film camera and I'll just snap a couple here and there. Uh, but it, it, it's just so nice. It's just that whole visceral experience of, uh, just the, the actual camera, is so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I, I like the sounds that it the makes. I like and the, the rolling. Clicks. I like, yeah, I actually like the, the camera winding. itself. Whereas with the digital cameras, I could care less how they look and I can care less. Like I bash yeah. my digital cameras. Yeah. It's, just, like it's, it's, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're tools. Whereas with film bodies, I go out of my way to make sure I get perfect or near perfect copies where I can keep forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, Oh, and go ahead. if you break a film, but well, if you want to get into film, I mean, it's nothing expensive to get a film camera now. I mean, I know I'm, the last one I picked up was like forty dollars on eBay for my Nikon that I got, mm. and it was like, wow, I feel like a sucker. I paid way more for my for my Nikon. Yeah, so it's just well, depending on which one you get. So I got the last one of the when it, yeah. just before they flipped over to digital. Yeah, I've I was got like, it's great. You have the the titanium uh, Nikon, right? I do. Yeah, it's the FM two T, and I use that. Uh, for the Matt Farah shoot, as yeah, well yeah. as my Leica M6. That's that's what I, I want an M6 really badly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm considering like getting rid of most of my film stuff because I don't use it that often. Because I you know like I don't do it for a living and I have mm-hmm. like an actual job that takes up my time and this whatever this is. Um, but yeah, like I'll probably keep my Rolly Flex and I I really want an M6. I've got a, a like a CL now with like a a pretty long like a. Um, like a 90 millimeter like M mount lens on it, which is great, but yeah, I don't know. The M six is a terrible camera, Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, does what it's good for, you know, I just want taking basic pictures right at a thousandth of a second, you know, is like the max, yeah. um, which compared to like the FM two T 
goes up to four thousandths of a second. Mm -hmm. And plus the close focusing distance is uh, only 0.7 meters, which is terrible. But it's got a red dot on it. Yeah, but it has a red dot and it looks pretty. And I still use it because it looks amazing and it's fun to use. Well, and I like, I just like, I like the rangefinder sort of form factor. Yeah. It's nice. Um, Yeah. Well, now that we've been giant nerds and lost every single one of our listeners. No, they're all about it. This is their favorite thing. Yeah. So uh, any... uh, what, what what like sort of race events do you have coming up that you're going to be covering, gentlemen? Mm, well, Lewis is going to be covering the Ferrari Challenge for the first time. Um, yeah, Ferrari Challenge in Laguna Seca. That's in about two weeks. Shout out to our boy Michael Fassbender. And you like shooting at Laguna Seca, right? Yeah, I love that track. I mean, I went there for the first time as you know media back in 2016 for the Monterey Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've just been eager to go back ever since. I went back again for Car Week. Mm-hmm. So it's been about a year. kind of want to go back and just you know, get things going again. What is it you like track. about the track? Why do you like shooting it? Um, honestly, the elevation itself is amazing. Um, temperature is usually, usually like amazing there, too. Um, it's a little better than here in Southern California. It's not like trying to shoot in Chuckwalla or whatever? No, <laughs> no not even. Um, yeah, Chuckwalla is kind of just like you're basically shooting in a desert, right? Mm-hmm. Um the breeze is nice. Everything about it, it's nice. Um, the media facility there is, uh, I mean, it's, it's... It's not Thermal Club. Yeah, it's not Thermal Club. Well, Nowhere is like Thermal Club. Yeah, That's I mean, true. it's kind of tough comparing it to that. No showers. Yeah. I, I actually like that. I do like the sandwich boxes they give you, though, oh. uh, to Laguna Seca. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anytime, anytime you're media there, they give you like a little Pepsi. Yeah, a little lunch box yeah. there, and they'll give you the it's, apple, it's nice. a sandwich, and some crisps. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's crisps? Yeah. Like they're called the chips, <laughs> crazy Americans, your potato chips. Um, the, the, the thing I really like about that track is the public areas are amazing to shoot oh, from yeah. and which is like, nice for, um, just enthusiasts just to get some nice pictures. I actually it's like hard to, to take a bad photo at Laguna Seca. Yeah. Like, especially when you're at the corkscrew. I mean, half the angles from the corkscrew are from, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. just regular without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, you're doing that. What do you What do you got coming up, Larry? FD. I got a couple things coming up uh, that I'm excited about. Uh, Grid Life is going to be pretty cool this year to cover. It's just kind of like that festival, right? The motorsport kind of festival. Which, and I'm actually going to Hyperfest for the first time, which is also uh, another motorsport festival where it's like I don't know no pressure. It's no pressure, and it's just like drivers come out and they drift and they do crazy stuff and they do like. 360s and donuts. And we be doing the grid life in June. Yes, because be Kyle that. and I were maybe thinking about going to that one in the yeah. Midwest. It's definitely worth. That's the one in, in Michigan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. Gingerman, it's so awesome. Which is the one that Austin Cabot, who was a guest on the show, suggested we go to as the pick of the ones for the year. That was his favorite since he runs it. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Um, it's just such a good vibe. Uh, everything about it like i'm i'm just so happy that that kind of thing exists mm-hmm. because yeah. uh it's making like a weekend out of motorsports mm-hmm. in every way like there's the music aspect of it where they have actually like really good headlining performers and then you have the party aspect of it of course at night mm-hmm. um once everything is shut down you know we just kind of go from camp to camp and do crazy fun things it's like the gathering of the juggalos but with cars and, and <laughs> less makeup. Yeah. And less, and less like garbage people. I and think. less Fago. 
That might well the one at Gingerman is going to have a lot of fago. Yes, a lot but, of fago. But uh, you know what? I get down with some rock and rye. It is shamefully delicious. And then I guess for for us, we're really ramping up to get ready for our Pikes Peak coverage, mm-hmm. which I think this year is going to be crazy with Volkswagen coming in. Yes, yeah. that Volkswagen car looks pretty yeah. flash. They yeah. made. They, I think they made a claim about it being faster off the line than Formula One car. So we'll see how that goes. That yeah, that'd be good. I'm into that. I think it would be good if the guys started getting a bit of competition up there for that uh, lobe time. Yeah, that'd be important. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Pikes Peak has been, it, it's it's a great event and I like watching the coverage of it. Like I've never been, but I, part of me is always bummed that I never got to go when it was still dirt. Mm, yeah, I did get to go the last year of the dirt and it's kind of interesting to see that these guys are taking a different approach, which is lightweight mm-hmm. and less power. Uh versus like i mean Loeb had a lot of power and lightweight you know so i don't know how it's gonna go i mean i, I don't think they're probably gonna go for overall record right off the bat but it would be cool to see them do something like that i think yeah. their claim right now is overall electric record which is like in what eight fifties around there right now mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes yeah that'd be rad but it is interesting to see another manufacturer that hasn't really stepped into it before take a big lunge at it I think yeah. they they had a small presence back in the eighties with yeah. like a golf, mm-hmm. but this is I think is a really big step forward for them. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I guess if if, if them doing an electric car for Pikes Peak is the result of Dieselgate, all right, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll live with that. Yeah, yeah, well, something good came out of that. S- then, silver huh? lining. Yeah, I mean, sure, they made they made chimpanzees breathe diesel fumes while watching cartoons. No big deal. But I'll live with the Pikes Peak car. I think that's fine. Yeah, just to get real on you guys, you weren't expecting that. No, no, so dropping real. some science. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, continuing serious topics, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, and this is something like that I deal with personally as as now that like I have a real job where I have to do things that people consume, um, is imposter syndrome, like where I feel like okay, what what am I doing? Like, you know, how how do you guys? get over something like that because i think it's something that most people who are are creative deal with and i I think when we've talked before like or even this morning you're like you you feel like you're lazy you know like that kind of stuff like how do you how do you deal with it like what's your how do you deal with what imposter syndrome yeah i guess a little bit of that or or just like you know being i don't know how to phrase it I, i i it's tough. I, I backed myself into a corner. You did. It's, I, it's, everyone's staring at you. The, the whole, I got DJ Khaled coming in from the, you know, you played yourself. The whole but. lazy thing. Like I, I just see the, the time that I waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I justify it because it's like one of those things like everyone just has to um, recover somehow. Sure. You know what? If they're, if they're pushing pretty hard, uh, but like, uh, Lewis and I have this fun thing that I don't know. I think you came up with it, right? The rating system. Oh yeah, we we like to grade ourselves. So okay. like, we push ourselves super hard. Like, we're our own worst critics, and I'm his worst critic, and he's my worst critic. Like, we always call each other out on mistakes that we do. Like when we're out in the field when we're shooting. Mm-hmm. So every single event that we shoot, or every anything we shoot, whether it be a car feature, how big or small we ask each other what we rate ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then F plus. Yeah. What's it's, the rating system? Is it a numbered or letter system? It, it is grades. It's yeah, a grade like from A to F. Yeah. Okay. A to F, and then usually it hovers around C, D, F. It, uh, it starts off as a C ninety percent of the time, and then at at the end of the event, after we're done with our photos, all the post processing, everything, it, it kind of goes up to like a B, B plus. Rarely, so. rarely, it's A, A plus. Like maybe I, like twice. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, because we always see what we could improve on, you know, and that's kind sure. of the point. Like, uh, a lot of people ask me all the time, you know, who inspires me or who I look up to. And I always say it's just the peers that I work with. Mm -hmm. You know, they push me super hard to stay out there longer, to mm -hmm. stay in the rain, stay in the heat, um, you know, uh, go thirsty, go hungry, or all of that, you know, actually suffer. Well, maybe um, maybe some of that will trickle down to uh, Lewis with the going thirsty. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or maybe the intern that's still napping in the car. Right. So that's the thing is, is it, it just, we really, really push our physical limits. Mm -hmm. And um, just for example, this weekend was Loftacult. Uh, and I pushed my physical limit like I couldn't walk anymore. Conversely, you know, I was just checked out by 10.30. I, I got there at 8, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, I, and I know for you, for Sage Rally, I'm sure you probably pushed yourself pretty hard this weekend. Yeah, a lot of standing in the sun, a lot of that, a lot of walking. I think I've I've clocked in, you know, 10, 15 miles, just walking on stage, getting yep. to the spot, and just convincing myself that the car will come soon. And, yeah. It, it's just one of those things, like, a lot of people it, – it, it goes to that whole thing about thermal club. Like I did the hard work for these students yeah. by bringing the cool action in front of them yep. with us. Our job is to find the cool action, whether right. it be on foot or car or whatever. That's why, you know, I built my FJ cruiser to actually chase these races or these off-road races. Mm -hmm. um, the point is we need to get in front of the cool action, no matter how hard. And, uh, with love to cult this weekend, like, there was a point where I was just wrecked. Mm -hmm. I was just so wrecked that I just couldn't move on. But then I'm like, you know what? Got to make more pictures. And that's what happened. I just made more pictures. Take a shot of coffee, you know. Yeah. Continue on. Get right back into it. Yeah. That's right. Get some uh, cold brew. I always say, like, we're just so physically limited, really. Like, mm -hmm. I get sick all the time from meeting new people or just being on the airplane oh, or whatever. God, that's the to. worst. It's the worst. Um, and that's what limits me in, to the point where... I remember the events over the years where I was sick at and I couldn't perform to my full, like to, to my hundred percent or whatever. I couldn't give myself a grade. It was definitely an F minus. Sure. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, um, it just sucks that that happens, but it, you know, it's one of the things that we have to deal with as uh, photographers. So with that being the case, then what are your guys tips then for those aspiring people out there? Caffeine. Zinc, 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 <laughs> zinc, and caffeine. Yeah, a lot of it uh, just uh, comes... comfortable shoes. Then maybe. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. Comfortable waterproof shoes. Throw, maybe just throw some Crocs on. Yeah, engage that Croc lock. You're good. I guess it comes down to the love of it, and it comes down to what you want to come from, or what what you want to get out of going to an event or a car meet, or like if you're going to I don't know a race or whatever. What what do you want to achieve out of it? If you want to go. And you want to spend your time at the beer garden? Enjoy yourself. You know, you, you're not there to take pictures. But if you want to take pictures, there's always a way. Yeah. There's always a way. And, like, it, it's just one of those things, like, um, 
you see all these people with cameras and I, I uh my um intern actually asked me this or maybe jokingly asked me this it's like why is it that all these why is it at love to call why is it that everyone's taking their own pictures if they can just see like the professional photographer's pictures yeah but that's not the point you know if if everyone thought with that mentality like even for me uh when i first started getting into it then i would have just looked at the professional photographer's pictures and i wouldn't have attempted to shoot you know my own pictures mm -hmm. and you know have my own shot at it take my own uh, uh get my own attempt at you know making these pictures so with that said it's like one of those things that you get to own that you get to create you're never going to be able to or how many people are going to be able to own a 917 or a 959 or whatever right but you can actually own something from that you know just seeing it and you can steal it. pieces off of it when no one else is looking exactly. so you can own steal it steal the shift own it over time yeah. maybe one yeah. way of putting it so johnny cash style yeah one piece at a time yep own the fuel or the uh oil filler cap right mm -hmm. yeah. one one little bit at a time. Oh, the caps right. for the tire yeah you just just have one at oh, time. oh that's a good one yeah, yeah that's an easy one yeah. <laughs> yeah. so please uh every at every car event make sure you steal something off of the cars being displayed always that's where you want to do it that's can right. you guys ever go to an event and not take a camera or how often when was the last time you did that um i think cars and coffee yeah. Um, every now and then, Saturday mornings, my friends and I would just go to a Cars and Coffee and just kind of enjoy the cars rolling in. It's just a little break. That's not to say that we're not working, though. When when We still scout. Yeah, we still scout yeah. for cool cars to Always shoot. on that hustle. Yeah, always on that hustle. So that's one of the things that um, Lewis is really good at is when he goes to these events, he makes friends with the owners and whatever, just collectors, and which allows us to shoot cars when there's downtime. Yeah. You know, when during the winter when there's not much racing going on, that's what we do is we go out and actually take pictures of these cool cars. Uh not not really with with no destination, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure. Just so the pictures exist. You know, just so um the public can enjoy them. Yeah. You 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 mean you're 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 trying to make money, but you're also trying to document, you yeah. know, uh, a a a place at a time in history, I guess, which is cool. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into um, sort of the stuff that you do for speed hunters, because I think that's that's a really good example of, of that, like documenting a culture, especially like the stuff you've done with like like Ferris car is a good example because that mm -hmm. car is, I mean, to this sort of generation of car enthusiasts that are you know so deep, deeply obsessed with Matt with Matt Farah, who is a sweet man, but I wouldn't I wouldn't trade places with him ever. Um, you you like you you know. You, you, this is this is that's how that car is going to be remembered, is like on that you know in that parking lot was that was that Dockweiler? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, in that parking lot with that goofy ass sweater, mm -hmm. you know, and that like how how conscious are you of of that you know, that 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 what you're doing is going to live on, you know, that you're making a record or something like how 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 much does that factor into your process? Yeah, I think that's probably one of the things that I mentioned when we um, when I did the show with you. Uh, is uh our pictures lewis and i our pictures are going to live on you know when we're gone yep whether in print or digital form um i and have the robot very... overlords will have them all to themselves eventually yeah, exactly. we have a very extensive library of all the stuff that printed out you know that eventually made it to print whether it be in books or magazines um but i think a lot of it comes down to um 
the appetite that the public has for this kind of content, you know, because mm -hmm. there's such an appetite to see this content and to consume it that we can't create it fast enough. Sure. You know, and, and what, while we want to keep our quality high, um, it, it, we, we, like, for example, with that shoot, that only took an hour and a half, two hours, okay. you know, um, with traffic and out of our day or out of my day, maybe it took four hours to create. And then, of course, we uh, we had to develop it. We had to scan it and then, you know, crop everything or whatever, just cut out the the scanned sure. edges and, mm -hmm. and publish. But with all that said and done, it's. It like was it really worth it for us financially or for for me financially to do it? No, it wasn't at all. Mm -hmm. um, but for notoriety and for enjoyment and for just something fun for me to do, yeah, it was completely one hundred percent worth it. Uh, it's that's like my dream is being able to do that every day, and that's what keeps me going. You know, that's why I'm doing it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it anymore. All right, yeah, respect. I don't know. Okay. What What do you think when you're going to shoot a car, when you're going to an event? Do you think about that, the future or how people will interpret it? I usually think about getting dope photos. That's it. Mike Gentleman drop. and a scholar. Mike drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Have you ever come away then this way you've been like, yeah, those photos weren't dope? Yeah. Well, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, the how we get ourselves. Be... No. <laughs> <laughs> A plus plus every time. <laughs> Everything I take is heat rocks. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I just have fun with it, you know, okay. and, and I enjoy my, uh, I enjoy cars myself. I was going to say I enjoy myself. <laughs> you enjoy yourself that's in your cars. Yeah. yeah. That, comes, car. that, that seems obvious. Yeah. In the cars. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> I, I enjoy, we both enjoy cars. Um, and that's kind of why it's fun for us too, you know, because, uh, I've met journalists, I've met photographers that are in this industry who actually don't like cars. Not yeah. like we do, you know, like, like James, that's me. That's me. Hand it here. First person. Everyone knows. Hate cars. <laughs> hate, 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 hate everyone. Hate cars. They're so loud. They have to shift all the time. They smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're like human children. Yeah. <laughs> so awful. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, no, that is really important. Like kind of having a, a, a passion for doing it because, Let's be honest. If we were all bankers, we'd be making a lot more money, but probably be miserable. Except for the fact that we'd all have GT3s and, you know. And the and air conditioned comfort. And be right. hydrated like this. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. Just to be that hydrated. I know. Oh, that's that's my takeaway is just hydration. Yeah. Guys. It's important. It's true. If, if there's one thing that's going to make you a better photographer, H2O, my friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, or coconut water from Vita Coco. Yeah, I'm actually down with my coconut water. Oh, so so you, all you have left right now down. is iced tea. Half a cup of tea. Man, oh, when we're done with this, we're going to have to like... Survive. Yeah, I don't think so either. And like when we're done with this, we're going to have to wait for Lewis to take like a 30-minute pee. Yeah. Like before we <laughs> can do anything else. It's going to be about 40 minutes. <laughs> just like, just power down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's going to come out of that liquid goo face. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be good. Excellent. Anyway, well, guys, thank you so much for again, taking some time out of your schedule you guys i know you're both super super busy yes thanks for stopping by and not being everywhere at once and yeah thanks for introducing us to your your nice dog with its creepy creepy eyes doge yeah and uh and yeah 
Like, uh, where do where do people find your work if they haven't already? Which is obviously when I go to Lewis first because his stuff is dope, one hundred and twelve percent of the time. That's A right. Plus plus maximum plus. dope. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> New Instagram, never not dope. <laughs> I'm sure that's taken. Yeah, but no, for real. Like, where do people find your stuff, Lewis? Oh, Lewisio dot com. Oh, how do you, how do you spell that? As oh. advertised, L O U I S Y I O. And what there about on the old Instagrams and the Facebooks? Anything like that? Oh, yeah. My Instagram is Lusciousy. It's uh, L-U-S-C-I-O-U-S-Y. Because mm-hmm. he has luscious lips. Ooh. Actually, that was, that was an Again, hydration. Keep him plump. It's all about that. What can I say? Um, you can find both of our stuff on Speedhunters, on Hoonigan, and uh, on my personal website. You can find my stuff, LarryChenPhoto.com. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. Or on Instagram, you can search Larry Chen. That's, that's so convenient. That's beautiful. Uh, James, how can people find your fine work? You're well, a busy man. You're a man about town. Uh, that's true. And sometimes I occasionally take a photo. And you can find those uh, at nobreaking.com or at nobreaking for Instagram or Facebook. And Kyle, what about you? Where can they find your paid work and your unpaid work? To my unwork. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can find the stuff that I do for uh, a living. Um, you know, for blood money, uh, that's at theroadshow.com mm-hmm. and, uh, that we cover a lot of, uh, well, I did a motorcycle review that came out today that was pretty good. Fun. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, the nice thing about doing that is you don't have to take photos of yourself you because you're, someone else do it for you. That's right. You're far too busy. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, on social media and stuff, it's at Kyle J Hyatt, Instagram and Twitter because, uh, you know, that's my name. Don't wear it out. But also, more importantly, we need everyone out there to keep us in that top 10 of automotive podcasts worldwide. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Word is bond, Larry. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And we appreciate that. Yeah. We're actually going to, we're going to force Larry uh, and Lewis, of course, to to subscribe to the podcast in front of us so we see them subscribe and then smash that like button for the five star review. So we're going to make them do that as well off off this. And record some real awkward like podcast bumpers like, I'm Larry Chin and I endorse the. The No Break Just Podcast. <laughs> no, no, for real though. But thanks guys so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. You guys are you're awesome. Larry, you're one of you know my favorite people to interview because you always got some new interesting stuff to say. And I also like that Louis just finished his iced tea. Oh god, we have to end. Done. We gotta he's gotta cop that re up immediately. <laughs> exactly. He's already withering. Or we could just wait another hour or two. No, there is that. Let's just wait in silence right now. Yeah. All right. And go. No, but really. Thanks, guys. And um, subscribe and all that crap. We'll see you later. Yeah, subscribe. Send us a good message. Send us any questions you have. Obviously, we like to hear those. And we will not answer them. Oh, we'll try our best to not answer answer them. them. I'll answer them because I'm nice. Kyle definitely won't. Definitely won't. Or you can ask things of Kyle and I can pressure him into doing it as well. But remember, at least seven stars on that five-star review. At least seven. That's Complain right. to Apple that they need more stars. They can give us more. A plus, 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 plus. That's right. We rated ourselves. That's what yeah. it would be. Oh, yeah. that, so that's the thing that you guys need to do from now on mm-hmm. is give each other's ratings How do we, on your performance. Did we crush this podcast? For podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we do, do we do it pre or post podcast? Did we cover last week's podcast this time? How should we do it? Both you tell take us. the average. Oh. How should we do it? Should we like I H1? Like should we look back on it and say, well, this one, yeah, mm. kind of good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, look back. Yeah. All right. Look back. Moving yeah. forward, we'll look back, yeah. Kyle. That's a takeaway. <laughs> That's right. There it is. You heard it first, people. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, check us out next Wednesday when our guests will be different people again. Thank Hopefully. you. Hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.